Hello everybody and welcome to Dragged Into Turbo Lasers, a miniature wargaming podcast behind the people from the blog Between the Bolter and Me. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about some of the New Games Workshop previews from their Summer Skirmish Online, specifically looking at some of the new Kill Team models as well as the Warhammer Underworld models. So with that, sit back and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dragged Into Turbo Lasers, a miniature wargaming podcast by the people behind the blog Between the Bolter and Me. This is episode 94, and I'm your host, Eric Wire, and I'm here with my two brothers, Adam Wire. Hey, everybody. And Greg Wire. Hey, everyone. Well, nice to all be here together, and uh, for this episode, we wanted to go back to some, like, kind of older style episodes and just which admittedly we've been doing a bunch of these recently but we wanted to talk about one of games workshops ever prevalent uh online preview weekends and this one in particular happened a week or two ago and it was dubbed their summer skirmish preview in which they focused just a bunch on all their various skirmish games uh, from Necromunda to Kill Team to like Blood Warhammer Bowl. Underworlds, yeah, Blood Bowl, sort of all all their other games that they've built up. Where over was the years. Titanicus? Where was uh, Aeronauticus Imperialis? They didn't have any of that, right? Yeah, no, Maybe that's that's true. Maybe they're dead. They're finally dead. They lasted <laughs> a lot longer than I think than I think anyone anticipated. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And I, I suspect those will still slowly get updates. But I feel this, yeah. they did it for most of their, you know, core games. And interestingly, it wasn't a huge focus on, like, Necromunda, which is, I think, you know, one of their bigger skirmish games that has been consistent. With this, I think it was <laughs> just a Goliath vehicle that I don't know if we need to go into that is actually interesting i would say their biggest skirmish game would probably be necromunda or maybe mordheim that's the one everybody loves but they're not bringing that back now um and so yeah they just showed another necromunda goliath vehicle like whatever i don't not that interested in that yeah and so the thing we wanted to focus this episode on was talking about the two that sort of stood out the most to us and that was the kill team reveal which is sort of the next kill team box game which i think is called into the dark which has crute of all things kind of amazingly as well as some um, imperial navy warriors and then they revealed one warband from 
um, uh, Warhammer Underworlds game, which is actually like a Witch Hunter Warband that was pretty interesting. Um, of those two things, do we have a? Do we care which we gonna talk about first? Let's start with the kill team stuff because I feel this. In some regards, it really touched on a lot of things that we've been, us and like a lot of other people have been asking for for a long time. One, focus on at least one new alien race. And then if it has to be the Imperium, maybe like more of a human element like the Imperial Navy. Yeah, just God, no Space Marines. Yeah. And surprisingly, they focused on the Imperial Navy and the Crute both of which I feel are pretty good choices. Like, I think despite the crew not having really received any love for, like, 20 years, (laughs) um, they still have a pretty, yeah, they still have a pretty, I wouldn't say big following, but there are a lot of people that really like them and are still doing conversion projects with them, um, making whole armies of crude based on yeah. different games like modern, siege of Pesh. modern synthesis yeah and some yeah. others are doing a siege of patch thing which is neat and yeah it's cool to see that they did focus on an alien race one in which that they already had obviously developed a little bit like we said but not a ton and this you know gives games workshop the opportunity to do a little bit more with them but not in a huge way possibly gauge interest things like that so i think that was a good choice really the last time we saw anything with the crude were from the blackstone fortress game where one of the characters was like a crude sniper of sorts and like i mean that was very cool and so this is kind of building on a little bit more of that and since it's not just a single character model, they could explore that a little more. I think one of the things that I was sort of excited to see, apparently, at least some of the ideas and concepts behind the crew models were concepts that Nikki Grillet had worked on when she was part of Games Workshop. Oh, that's cool. They, meant, they mentioned that on on Instagram in one of their stories. Huh. Okay. And so that was kind of fun. That is va- that's um, really cool. Um, I don't know. Maybe we touch on them first. Yeah, I think they're certainly the coolest. Even not looking at like the model quality, they're just cool from yeah, the sense that we mentioned updating a Xenos race and giving it, you know, more depth and interest. Um for the model sense, I think they only revealed three model or four models, and presumably there'll be at least ten models just based on other kill teams and such, and they just yeah. haven't revealed them. And I must admit, pretty surprised, like almost all of them I think are pretty good. The only one that I would say that I'm a little disappointed with is the leader model, which I'm just going to call the leader. And a lot of that comes down to their like abysmal posing. Like they're one of their, they're supposed to be in a space Hulk or something. And one of their one (laughs) foot is up on what seems to be like a rock or something. And even that I could get past that, but them like holding up their rifle and like a victory pose or whatever. That's just not a good pose. Yeah. It's so like too cool for school. Yeah, 
So I think <laughs> if they weren't in that dumb victory pose, I'd be mostly fine with it. But the fact that they're standing on a rock and they're holding their rifle <laughs> up in kind of a nonsensical way is, I guess to me, it's kind of just baffling. Like, I don't really understand how that was mm-hmm. approved. Like, it's sculpted well. Like, there's nothing really wrong with that. But it's just not... Well, it wasn't being that this is well. a kill team, and it's clear that, I guess not 100% clear, but pretty clear that this is just going to be a new kit per se. It's not going to be like an upgrade sprue or something of that nature. They will probably have a bunch of different options for this leader sergeant sort of model. And hopefully some of them have some better weapons and and or the pose changes. If we're lucky with that, with this pose, they're holding like a really large blade maybe they have an option where they're holding up like the heads of a few slain <laughs> imperial navy or whatever that to me is like the only thing that could kind of make sense with this pose yeah i guess that's and true it's possible that would be an option so i guess i'm sort of holding out hope for that i mean um, they they've made some pretty drastic changes with yeah sl- sort of slot fit together models like this in the past like the death course stuff that you might be able to do a pretty like just a different top half or something based on how the cloak is i don't know but the model's fine just the pose is kind of bad but like i feel it's still crude and it it looks okay yeah like it kind of has some fun details like they have this weird little mortar and pestle skull type thing, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, They're really all legs, man. They really are all legs. And another thing that I'm a little not that thrilled with, they're holding like a Tau battle rifle. Like, I would rather them explore like their own weapons and technology and stuff. But I will say, I guess... In terms of like GW weapon designs, the Tau battle rifle isn't the worst they could have done. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's it's okay. Um. So yeah, they're pretty good. The pose is bad. Not much more to say from that. They kind of have a little kind of classic looking little leather mask, which is kind mm-hmm. of cool. I mentioned that like the model is sort of all legs, but I think kind of building onto that, they revealed another model. That has, I'm just going to say, a bowcaster, for lack of a better term. And yeah. they're just standing straight up, also of pretty tall legs. But, like, to me, this model is great, and it emphasizes how, sure, they can be really tall, long legs, but there's still, like, a torso there. There's still, like, this seems like a sensible anatomy for an alien. It's not like an Eldar that has a waist so thin it is baffling behind Mm. armor and things like this this model has virtually no armor but it has like a broad chest and hips and i don't know i feel it just looks like it makes sense yeah this this the one with the bowcaster thing is leagues nicer than the other model like 
they're just they're standing up in a believable pose. It actually looks like they're aiming and shooting their weapon. Very good. And it, it, it their just, weapon has it, a stock. It's not it's big, but it's not like quite as GW big. And I think because of it's like a simple pose, but it has sort of some nice weight behind it. The model looks powerful. Yeah. And it's not because they have a cool mask and skulls everywhere and leather tight boots mm. or you know stuff like well, that also a thing a point that we can bring up so this model has a very simple well done pose that actually reads well and the model has kind of a lot of weight and character whereas the imperial navy models are in simple poses but they don't have like that elegance believability. They kind of just look blah, meh, glued to get randomly glued together. Like this looks very good, and it's in stark contrast to what we'll see with the Imperial Navy models. And it's if you would compare this one with like one of the Imperial Navy models, it's pretty, it's pretty noticeable how much better this was done. And yeah, I mean, we can get into that in a bit, but it to me it looks like just the caliber of sculptor is just leagues apart, but l- let's get to that in a yeah. bit. They also they have like a little pistol a whole uh, like a thigh mount pistol, like a flintlock-esque pistol which is kind of cool. Um mm-hmm. they have Maybe what's like a little bionic eye of sorts, which is cool. So yeah, overall, like really nice model. I feel GW getting a really good, believable pose that doesn't feel overwrought or forced is pretty rare. Like they've gotten, I feel, a lot better at it, but um, this is very good. And I would like to see more like. Well, I feel it's kind of astounding because then the next model they revealed is another model that's just basically standing it's tall, great. emphasizing how tall they are and imposing like one foot is slightly out of the, in front of the other. And it's just like surveying the landscape, a hand on its holstered pistol, like... Or you know what the, the the funny thing is? Like I think they both are using the same body and legs. These two models, they could be. I'm pretty sure they are. Huh. And but the the thing is that I think is so remarkable about that is with I think potentially the same like body and legs, they can still get a very different pose that has a lot of character. And is looks really good, but still looks very different from the other model. And it's it's great. It's another really nice model. Um, yeah. They have kind of the standard crude battle rifle. Like the only thing that I would say with this is the front half of the of the barrel and stuff. It it's too big. It look it looks kind of stupid. It but, seems like something that probably wouldn't be wildly difficult to just chop off the barrel and such and mm-hmm. replace it. I mean, it'll probably be a little hard because with 
the rest of the rifle is still pretty broad, but I think, you know, it, it's workable. Hopefully there are a bunch of poses and stuff, and it's if these are indeed the same, that there are others that are similar, and it's not just, oh, well, actually the other six are, like, straddling a rhino or something. But. Yeah, there's there's a, a pretty strong chance that a lot of the other like I mean, judging by the first model we saw with the dumb victory pose, there's a very good chance a lot of the other models have terrible poses. But I guess at this point, at the very least, you could make two models that have <laughs> restrained, believable, and very neat looking poses. Well, I still I'm holding out hope that victory pose model will have something that allows it to be i mean it's still up on a rock which would like you'd have to somehow change that but at least he's not power metal stance i mean it's somewhat approaching that but it's not quite that bad yeah well i guess the last model they showed was one of the little crew towns and i don't even remember if that's what they're called but i um, like this one they have a very fun looking face they very much sort of remind me of like tremors or something. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's nice to see. I mean, I honestly don't quite remember what the old ones look like other than generally this. And I think they had a bigger head. And they were probably fine cast in metal before that. Yeah, I think they were. So yeah. just the fact of having a plastic version that is probably, you know, a little bit better made and such is a well, welcome I think thing. A thing that's also funny, this model, if you look at its like leg and arm, like its arm muscles, like they're very interesting and they look, they're interesting and they look believable and they don't look forced. This is in stark contrast with the witch hunter dogs and hounds that we'll look at later. They're not good. This one is good. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, but yeah, they're cool. It also looks like maybe on their little harness, they're carrying extra ammunition and stuff for the other members. So there's a chance that this little hound will have other like special rules and things that kind of play into at least the game itself. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think all told, the crew, at least from what we see now, is a pretty big win. It's exciting that the crude could be explored again, and I mean, it's probably unlikely, but it could be a signal that they may be uh, expanded more in the future or something. Um, yeah. We'll see. So, I, I think, depending on how it's released and how quickly they release the crude themselves, particularly if they're as strong as some of these, I could easily see getting a few and doing some conversions and stuff to, like, tweak their weapons and other stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think it would be fun. Agreed. So, the Akrut overall quite good. And then now, the Imperial Navy. These, are, I think, has been something we've talked about a lot. And, like, I've actually done a few conversions over the years of, like, Imperial Navy guardsmen and, this, and such. And so I was excited to see that they were going to explore this a little. And I feel they're a little lukewarm. 
Like, yeah, they're not terrible, but I feel in terms, all the models they've shown have pretty basic, in many regards, pretty believable poses, but a lot of the, just the overall proportions of the model they don't carry the same like subtle realism and elegance that we saw with the I'm standing here crew models we just talked about. These to me seem like a step backwards. Like they got C team to do these or just didn't give anyone time to work at them. Like these look a lot more like Warlock quality models, which we've railed at on. Least, at least these ones have necks. These models, this model, these, all of these necks. models have necks. And, That's true. Well, their legs and feet, like their feet are massive. They're still not as big as the Orlocks. Their legs have a lot more definition, and you can clearly tell where their joints and stuff are. That was something you couldn't do at all with the Orlocks. Um, but if we look at what I'm just going to say is like one of the sergeants, they're holding a bolt pistol and they're holding their helmet in their arm. In many regards, a lot of the model, I think, looks pretty good until you get to the legs, where the legs are, again, kind of in a power metal pose that's not as bad as we've sometimes seen. But then I really think the grav lock boots or whatever they're wearing are so big, they throw off kind of like the entire model and... There's a lot of weird things of it. I mean, in some sense, maybe because a bunch of the models have these longer suit-like things, tunics, it makes it such that they can't make their stance as wide as they would like to, which I guess is helpful. Mm -hmm. But look at their... Their hands are so big and bulky, and the sergeant, her, like, her hand is, like, almost, like, bent at a complete 90 degree angle to hold her helmet, which looks awkward. Dare I say the neck is too long? It might be. Well, I almost think... Something about the whole model looks wonky to me. I think... Well, the proportions are just really bad. Yeah, it's it's heroic scale in a bad way. They're put together in a bad way. And then the fact that they have a bolt pistol that they added extra detail, making it even larger than the standard bolt pistol doesn't do the model any favors. Well, I almost think, uh, looking at her, she's like huge bulky feet, which I mean, let's say it's metal boots, whatnot, but then the legs are still pretty stocky and thick, but then it cinches into a really tight waist which is somewhat at odds at the like huge bulky arms and then gigantic hands and bigger weapons. Like it really goes back to like, I don't know, early 2000 heroic scale type stuff that games workshop had done. And that's saying nothing about the shotguns that these models have. One thing before we get to like some of the other dumb weapons, to me, it also looks like the arms themselves are seated too far away from the body. So they kind of have a lot of the classic bad space marine problems and like Terminator problems. 
then on top of that, this one has like what looks to be a dueling saber, but there's just no way for them to get that realistically placed on the model. So it's like they just pasted it on there and it doesn't look right. But yeah, Eric, you were mentioning. So if we look at some of the other models, <laughs> they have their their classic combat shotguns and Games Workshop has designed and redesigned the combat shotguns maybe more than any weapon aside from the bolter and I think they I just say, get worse and worse yeah dare I say each time they do it it gets worse the only time they ever designed shotguns that didn't look horrendous were probably on the gene stealer cultists because like, the, and there yeah. they like designed and made like eight at least four or five different ones and they were all pretty good can you go to the one that doesn't have the shield because i want to talk about an aspect of the design on this yep um you see towards the back of the gun the thing that looks like a forward assist from an AR. What do you think that is? I think that's a shotgun shell being ejected from Is that what we think it is? Probably. I think that's what that is. Because, wait a minute. I think that's what it is. Why would it be ejected if they're running like that? Oh, and also they're the running pump. to the next target. <laughs> Like it would have been, uh, I guess they're pumping. They're it like back pumping it back to release the one shell. So, but the thing is, like they they could have posed this model to really make it look like they're ejecting one of the shells. But this, the pose is so cumbersome and clumsy, you can't even tell what's going on. So, like that in itself. Well, and that's just because everything's. Like, the arms and hands are so fat. The legs are so fat. The only thing that isn't fat and bulky is the waist. And yeah, so because of that, because the waist is pretty thin, it just, like, nothing nothing works. It's so different from the crude models we were just talking about. Yeah, there's there's since everything's so bulky and clumsy, there's literally no room for, like, subtlety in poses and because like a lot of just small shifts and twists do a whole lot to sell a pose and like show like power and believability and literally all of that is lost on these models like to the point where we were having a discussion like what's even going on with i think i think you're right that that he's pumping it to eject the spent shell but at first i thought that maybe they like let's look at standard weapon designs like an ar-15 and like there's this forward assist thing on it we don't know what that is let's just put something like that on this gun yeah at first i at first i thought maybe that's what they were doing yeah i don't think so but actually like we have to talk more about this this shotgun in the sense that there are two shotgun designs on display here there's the one single barrel and the double they're like inconceivably bad like i feel this design was probably a goodwin design from 
I don't know, in the, the early 90s with um, Necromunda and some of those things with the the Arbites mm-hmm. and stuff that was still big and kind of stupid, but like, okay, kind of classic. But then they, they kept redesigning it for like the Space Marine Scouts and different things. And each time they somehow get bigger and more cumbersome. Like, what the fuck? This doesn't look like anything. When the top on top of that, if that is a shotgun shell coming out of the weapon, which I'm, we're pretty sure it is, right? That in itself also gives you a sense. Like, so if the rounds are that big, you could fit maybe like five, five, five or something in them. But like, even if you did why? that, it's still all wasted metal space. Yeah, it's just inconceivable how they would design a weapon this big so to hold like five rounds. Like it makes literally no sense. They would never, even in this dark age of technology, they would never be walking around with something so poorly conceived. I think it may be the worst like Imperial weapon ever made. Weren't we very recently? (laughs) Oh, wait, shit. I can't. Well, actually the worst is the, the second shotgun. The Black Templar neophytes had redesigned shotguns, too, <laughs> that, that we so not long ago talked about how they were horrendous. These, I think, are even worse. And didn't and the, the kind of Arbites-like Ar- models for Necromunda, the Palatine Spire Guard or something, weren't their shotguns kind of neat? Yeah, they were pretty good. All but, of their weapons were pretty good. I just can't conceive, like, just looking at everything about this striding forward model is cumbersome and facepalm, but, like, the weapon just takes it, like, just through the roof, like, comical. Yeah, it takes like, it to it's another level. But then they have, they up the ante and make an even more ridiculous weapon with, like, <laughs> I'm just going to say an over-under double-barreled shotgun that is so ridiculous i I, it still has the pump it almost looks like it has a lever action thing like i don't it's not clear where you put other rounds in the shotgun it sort of looks like it has a separate ejection port for each barrel um i don't there's not space for the the shotgun shells for each barrel like no looking at it usually with these sorts of shotguns directly below the barrel is a tube that you have all of the shells and yeah. i mean they even have that tube on this double barreled thing the thing at the bottom so that's where you'd fit the shells in but i don't there's no conceivable know. way that that could work or how i don't know how a mechanism would exist where it would take the rounds yeah. from that tube and get one into each of those barrels. And how the hell would like, he, this this person even hold this? They're holding a, she- a breaching shield that is so massive. I guess it must just have an anti-grab like the, pu- the pumping The pumping thing is built into the shield such that you just push against the shield yeah. to pump it. Um, I think so. I think that's that. That, I think that's the idea. Um, but the over and under shotguns like that, they you 
open the breach and physically put in each round. Yeah. Is there, well, it's not a fast. There isn't really another way to do it that I could think of. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, it, this model astounds me. And I think maybe the what is most disappointing... Well, one thing it's disappointing that, like, oh, they're making Imperial Navy, like, these, like, void armored dudes. Like, that's awesome. Like, I love those Jess Goodwin concepts and then you think of because didn't forge world make a couple i think simon egan yeah, made a few cool. it's like yeah, wow they they're cool. so cool just make them in plastic and this will be like i need to have these but they instead made something so bad that i don't even think these can be used in conversions they're so bad you could use their helmets yeah their helmets are cool and they're not they're sized okay. But I don't like, think they're as cool as the old Goodwin designs. I, I'm just I know, it was certainly based off of those, though. People could take that shield and do something neat with I, it. I, yeah, I don't I'm just astounded that they're so... I think literally the only thing you could take from these are the helmets. That's it. Yeah, yeah I, I just can't believe bad. how bad they are. I think the, the shield one... The standing legs, you could probably take those legs, cut them, and like put them a little bit closer together. And those, I think, look all right. They look less awkward than the legs on some of the other ones, perhaps. I mean, that's sort of true. I think that is true. But then that sort of begs the question why wouldn't you just take the helmet and like even a Gene Steeler cultist that still have bulky like suit armor? And just use that because it's be- they're better. They look better. Their poses are better. They still suffer from a lot of the same problems, like their feet are too big. But they're not this big. And again, if you want shotguns, just use the Gene Steeler Cultus shotguns that are way better. They mostly actually make sense. Um, yeah, yeah. I- I just can't. <laughs> They're I can't, bad. They're really can't bad. really fathom how they bumbled this so incredibly. Yeah, it's bad. And I think it's <laughs> it really if you look at them side by side with some of the crew models, it really shows you how you can you can do a simple pose very well and get a lot of character an interest in it and how you can do a similar thing and just really botch it. Yeah, I astounding. Just astounding. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess one thing that I will say, they managed to make another kill team box or like another skirmish box where you just couldn't buy it because at least one half of it half of the box is horrible like the last necromunda release like those orlock things awful Mm -hmm. you just couldn't buy it so the same thing's true here but i guess i will say this might end up being the first of the new kill team boxes where maybe both factions are entirely new that's true maybe if it has some terrain or something that is interesting for making nice space hawks. It could be useful. Yeah. 
I don't know. We'll wait to see some of the other models, but <laughs> the Imperial Navy are... They're Such not Warlock bad, but they're they're pretty bad. They're surprisingly close to that when normally I think Kill Team is something where they sort of bring out the A-team for sculpting and stuff, but wow. I think in the defense of the Imperial Navy stuff, I don't think... They're not even close to as bad as the Orlocks. Yeah. They really aren't. Um, so... There's at least that, but they're not good. Part of maybe my anger is, is just such huge disappointment because I like the old Jess Goodwin designs and they've already had some great models of them. Like we said, Simon Egan's yeah. Forge World stuff that it seemed like, oh yeah, just like make sort of recreate them digitally, but they decide to like kind of redesign them a little bit, but do it worse. <laughs> Uh, well, Bigger I don't know. And better in every way. Maybe we just. Yeah, I maybe think we we're just done move with on. But yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's kill team. So some great, some like surprisingly bad, even for mm -hmm. Games Workshop. But the next thing I was hoping to talk about a little bit is, I guess, the next. I'm gonna say season of Underworlds which I think is called Nether Maze. And for this, they revealed one of the warbands, which is actually a Witch Hunter warband. So kind of coming up on the heels of some of the Witch Hunter models from that Warhammer Quest game and the set of special characters that everyone kind of liked. They actually just made a small warband of Witch Hunters that use some of the same, I don't know, imagery and whatnot. And... This is kind of a mixed bag for me, but yeah, looking at I them, it stands out and why I think some people in this sort of Inc. 28 sort of community might generally be excited about them is just because this gives a host of new models that would, without too much work, would fit quite nicely into Mordheim, which is cool. The biggest thing that I would say is if you want some cool witch hunter models to use in conversions, I think you would just be better served to buy those two special characters that they've released before. Mm -hmm. um, the male and the female one, the one with the big crossbow and what, whatnot. They're posed better. The detailing is better. I would just put your money there. But... I think I a think, lot of the stuff in this is fairly good. Like the leader dude, the the pistols that he's holding, wow, they are big. Like the the bore of the guns looks reasonable. Like no, I think yeah, these are good. good. His face is pistols. good. His body, his hand size is pretty good. His pose is okay. Um, he's at least not standing on a thing. Like he's, I think the leader is quite good. The, yeah, the, I, stakes, the stakes that he has, while sort of large, are still fairly reasonable. I think yeah. what stands out to me that I, I agree with all you're saying though, but in a general sense, these models like look like they've taken elements from that first witch hunter from the, um, 
Warhammer Quest. Warhammer Quest thing and took design elements to, like that they had in there and it's like all oh, witch hunters use this for for worse. Yeah. The the like, most notable thing is like just some of his stupid armor. Like he has these heavy metal shin guards and shoulder pads like I think the no. shin guards are particularly stupid. I certainly remember when they showed those Warhammer Quest models like the witch hunter dude is pretty cool looking but like that the the shin armor design we complained then about it looked pretty stupid but in my mind just having one model that for whatever reason that's how they design their armor that's fine but for them to essentially use that same design again on another model that now is kind of calling into question like that that is really there like everyone does this for some reason yeah yeah i don't like his that pistols could have been bolt shooting crossbow pistols or something they yeah. could have mm-hmm. been terrible i think the leader is I a good model i think the only thing that i would say is well, one thing, I never really like fire stuff, but that's whatever. Pretty easy to change. It would be easy to do something. I'm sure they'll have an option to have him holding another pistol or a sword. Possibly, although they normally don't do that for Underworld stuff because they want it like easy to assemble type stuff since it's that's a board fair. game, but I don't know. Um, I will say, despite his dumb looking in armor, the boots they have are actually relatively well sized. Yeah, They're pretty I, good. Generally, I, I like him. He's good. Yeah, he's good. But could could be a little better, but as is all things. They then have like a really hulking, ogreish brute character that... I think he looks good, too. Yeah, I like him. I mean, he's maybe a little bit like overly large, huge feet type stuff, but I think that just fits. Like, this is not a normal human being. This is sort of ogreish giant territory that how he got this big, who knows, maybe a leather around his boots. Looks that good. Texturing looks good. The axe, while big, like the head looks fairly thin. Mm-hmm. Looks like a fireman's axe. Like yeah. a modern. And <laughs> even his armor, like I like his armor. It it seems like armor that he could conceivably have and they don't have like like sharp cool angled shin armor also, or something like i feel this armor is actually pretty similar to the armor that like the other leader witch hunter has and whereas that kind of looks wrong and fake this actually fits relatively well with this model and yeah, again part of that is the models. they just don't have the dumb shin armor yeah, I think, so yeah, I think it's cool. They're pretty good. I think this is one that I would could like port almost immediately like into more time for a warband. Oh like, yeah, either like yeah. An, a witch hunter themed ogre or whatnot. I think would work really well. He's cool. Yeah, because then there is one with a crossbow, which doesn't look too bad. I- Unfortunately, the crossbow is like a bomb bolt type thing, which. Yeah, which is really stupid. Yeah. But I feel you could like very easily make it not shooting a bolt with a bomb on it. Mm-hmm. Is it just me or does 
this model, like to me, it just screams movie Lord of the Rings orc. Yeah. Like all that armor, that's what the orc armor looked like. That face mask, that's what the orc armor looked like. Even the kind of weird overwrought crossbows, that's that's this. I so think to me, this is a, a wholly unoriginal design that I think overall works, but it still sort of has me scratching my head. A I think he bit. has just too much like battered metal armor. That does looks kind of cool, but it's like almost too much and makes the model just seem very generic and like you kind of can't tell what's going on. There's no like definition, like it doesn't emphasize or strengthen the model. It's just sort of there. I think he's well sculpted though, like the folds in his his hand, the glove there look mm-hmm. good. And I think the crossbow, like it's not overly big. Yeah, and yeah, you could. Good. You could cut off his hands are, but his <laughs> hands are fairly big. Um, and yeah, even he's though he's just... standing up on the rock, I feel like it doesn't look terrible with the pose. It's kind of like a like... maybe a fallen over pillar or something like this. This is something that seems like it could make sense with the setting that the game is in. And this looks yeah. fine. Like this is, I feel like the best you could do that. Type yeah, like of thing. fits with him, like kind of like stepping up on a thing and aiming. Like it, it seems reasonable. And not, I think not bad. If they ever make a model where they're putting their foot up on something, it works a lot better when like a significant portion of the base is what they're standing up on. It's not that they're just standing up on a small rock. Like you would never do that. Because you just like lose your balance or something. In this case, he's like moving up over like a fallen pillar or something. Like this is fine. It mm-hmm. looks like a believable movement. We'll next go to a model that also is standing up on a pillar thing and looks less good. But yeah, this, yeah, so this they <laughs> did it wrong. Yeah, this they fucked it pretty bad. <laughs> Um, also, but up until this point, the three models we talked about, I think, are quite good. Yeah. This model, like, it's oh, sta- perched up on a rock in a way that, like, you would just never do. And the sad thing about it is, other than that weird pose, like, it's not a... It's kind of good. And the pose could even work pretty well if they just, like, pushed that leg down and didn't have... Yeah, that rock. I, it, I, I don't like how fairly well endowed they are. Yeah, it it doesn't make um, a whole lot of sense. I well, don't I, I like think, that pistol at all. It could be a lot bigger though. The four barreled <laughs> thing. Like, overall, the weapons are fine. I think they're a little too big, but for a GW weapon, they're actually okay. I think this model just falls flat because of the the legs. They're just not posed well. They're also way too bulky that, like, you kind of lose a lot of, like, any subtlety of posing. Or, or any power that. in that like, pose, yeah. Yeah, you just can't tell because it's I so clumsy this looking. Model. I hate it's it. bad. So this is, I think, but would be a model that you couldn't salvage it. 
At least not the lower half of it. But this isn't the worst model in this. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, it's not the worst. It just keeps getting worse. It started out great. Started out great. Well, so now we move to. I guess these are supposed to be hounds or something. And like this, GW has a long track record of seemingly being unable to sculpt wolves and dogs and cat-like creatures. They have a handful that are good. Like they made the little Doberman from oh, the one yeah, kill team box good. game that everyone loved, and like for good reason. It was a good-looking doggo that wasn't. It, it looked good. Like, it actually looked like a real dog. And um, to me, this, the fact that they have two dogs seems like this is almost like screaming, like, hey, Mordheim players, we see you out there. Like, we're going to release something that you can use. It's not for Mordheim, but like, wink, wink, because those were yeah. some of the warbands that you would have. And like, there wasn't a good option other than probably just getting historical miniatures, you could find stuff. Um, but these, they released two of them, and like, God, they're terrible. And like, they don't look like anything. Like, the one of them kind of looks like a cat and a dog. And, and kind of a rat. I think the facial structure, particularly of the, the darker one, Looks like a cat to me. I kind of wonder if they're and almost... a monkey and kind of a, a rat. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they're maybe leaning into like, oh god, we don't know how to sculpt the dog, and like, well, let's just lean into like this is Age of Sigmar. There are weird creatures in it. Like, horses aren't horses; they have bird heads, like type shit, and just use this as an excuse to have a horrible looking yeah they're canine like creature they're really bad like, like you could feel like this. if you bought this box like best course of action is to throw the dog in the bin both of them and keep their nice scenic bases for other models yeah like There's almost like else burn the models <laughs> melt down the plastic or take that plastic and get a bottle of to me a thin like cement. thin cement cut that plastic of the dog up into little pieces put it in the cement and make like a little brew glue type shit to fill seams in or something there's not much else you can do with that but all yeah. things considered though this because they'll probably eventually release the warband separately, and if it's like before, I think they're like $35 for a warband or something. Like, that's not expensive, even if you only want two or three of the models. Like, that's good. So, um... Yeah, I think it'll be well-loved by a lot of hobbyists. I still would make the argument if you're wanting to like make some cool witch hunter models is to just buy those other two special characters because they're posed a lot better. They don't have some of the dumb armor detailing as these. And, and we will have to wait and see how these models go together. But those other witch hunter characters, they were cut in a way that a lot of their 
holsters and other detailing. They were cut in such a way that you don't need to glue that on. You don't have to re-sculpt other areas and attachment points. So, like, mm. beautifully done. Um, we don't know quite how these models are going to work like. And there's a chance they'll be the same. But I would imagine they probably will be a little closer to, like, the push-fit models. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, the dogs are terrible with their dogs. Like, yeah, they probably will have something, have a really, like, asinine and stupid name where they're really trying to say, like, these aren't just any dogs. These are... <laughs> yeah. Um, which... I guess we'll see what... what happens. Yeah, no, I ultimately it's it's a good thing. Hopefully the net other warband in here is also cool, but um I'm excited to see what people do, particularly in line with Mordheim. Cause I think people will be able to do cool stuff with that. Yeah. Um, well, I guess with that in mind, I feel we talked about the two major reveals and kind of what we thought was good and bad about them. Do we think we want to maybe just wrap this up? Any last sort of words or thoughts before that? Um, yeah, I think we can wrap things up. I guess sort of to touch on one of the main points we talked about before. Those crude not the leader, but the ones just standing there have really nice, subtle believable and powerful poses that tell you a lot that's what games workshop needs to strive to do more of um mm -hmm. i'm not convinced they will <laughs> we'll see now yeah we'll agreed see. yeah i guess well with that Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you again soon. Until next time, everybody. Yep, see ya. Thanks for listening to another episode of Drag into Turbo Lasers. If you have any questions or suggestions, don't hesitate to contact us through Instagram or leave a comment on our YouTube channel or on our blog, BetweenTheBolterAndMe.com. We also stream on Twitch every week and would love to hear from you there as well. If you'd like to support us, please feel free to leave a review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts or subscribe to our channel on YouTube and Twitch.